What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of your one and only favorite show, Retro 5 Gamecast. We are your host. I am the famous hobo, and I'm here with my guy. It's your boy, Mando. How's it going? Everything's good, my guy. Everything's good. That's good. That's good. That's I know. good. Go it's... all gamers' life. Like, work, <laughs> play, work, eat, play, repeat. sleep. <laughs> not even sleep honestly at yeah, this well, point true. this point not even sleep we don't have <laughs> we either we have don't... time to sleep or to play there's not in between bro <laughs> we lost we lost all sleeping privileges now yeah uh... as, as soon as i thank god we're not 30 yet so at that point almost. it's gonna be bad we're almost, we're almost there we're almost yeah there. we're almost there we're, we're, almost there. we're still young we can, yeah we can still say that we can actually <laughs> not sleep during the night make it through the day so yep. as soon as we <laughs> go up into 30s we're screwed bro that's facts that's facts my guy what's up these Hit past two it. weeks these past two weeks have been like really slow in the video no, game true. in the video game market i've been like man i i don't even know what to play man i'm like bro i'm on that same boat my guy I've been kind of, I've been kind of like just gauging to mm -hmm. see, because I got a couple of games that I want to play, but I'm like, just eh. got, I got, I got out of Final Fantasy 16 and all that, and now I'm just like, God, I want to play something, but I also want to just take a short break so mm -hmm. I can get back into it. But it's been slow. It's been slow. Not a lot of stuff so, going on. One thing that has been going on. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna start I'm gonna start off with this because it's actually pretty interesting. Okay. It's that limited run games. I know you know who limited run games, but in yeah, case yeah, yeah. the anybody who tunes in doesn't know what limited run games is, they're basically these people that they port retro games onto new systems like i remember okay. they did a physical edition of hollow knight and hollow knight isn't retro but they also do that type of stuff where games that don't have physical editions officially they create uh -huh. a physical edition and they you know and they release sell them. it yeah and they release it i think it's completely licensed and everything because if it wasn't they probably wouldn't be, you know. Yeah, they would probably get doing. They, they probably would still be in business, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There would be a lot um, of stuff of them out there, yeah. not in a good way. But they are porting over. They are physically releasing for the PS4, PS5, Switch, and Xbox. Gex the Gecko trilogy. Ooh. I'm not Bro. sure if a lot of people here are familiar with Gex the Gecko. I am. <clears throat> this takes me back. I saw the news and it took me back, bro. bro. To those Friday nights back in Puerto Rico. <laughs> After going to my grandma's house. Yep. Going to my grandma's house. And it wasn't pizza in my case. It was something even better. So I would go to what? my grandma's house. And my dad would always take us on Friday night to uh -huh. Blockbuster. You know, we'd pick out some games, pick out some movies. 
And then we would go to Joe's Sandwiches in one of the sandwiches that you Bro, we would grab a couple of sandwiches, head back. Bro, that was, those were the perfect Friday nights, man. And I remember I picked up, I the first time I played Gex, I picked it up at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was like this kind of 3D adventure platformer type of thing. You go through like these different segments, kind of like, you know. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, they, they, like, they weren't on the scope of like Banjo-Kazooie's levels, but they okay. were pretty good. You know, they weren't as big, but they were pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were like good platform scenarios. Yeah. Good platforming sections. Not not on the scale of like uh, Treasure Trove Cove or Click Clockwood or something like that. It was more on the scale of Mumbo's Mountain. You know? Mumbo's Mountain is like the smallest um, area of the whole game. Area of the whole game. It was pretty good, though. It was pretty big. Exactly. So it's got these whole different levels, and I just remember playing it, and I am really, really fond of Gex the Gecko. I am, I am actually really excited for that because it's it's one of those games that you you had you had to have played it back then to yeah, like to really actually be excited about it, it to actually appreciate it because it's one of those hidden gems. We're talking no, no, about no, no. Hidden hear... Gems. We talk about Gex the Gecko, at least from uh-huh. the N64, the one that you told me earlier, Glover, which was another really underrated puzzle-solving platformer type platformer. of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was a hidden gem. Like I said, I didn't play it back in the day. I did manage to play it a little afterwards, but again, never finished it. And... Again, I know it is a hidden gem because I've seen everybody mention it. I did try it. It wasn't my thing probably at first because I didn't give them or give it the full chance. Again, it is, if you look at it, it's a really weird ass looking game. So I would have enjoyed it (laughs) because, again, uh, it's my type of thing. But, yeah, those are the little things or hitting gems that most people yeah. probably ignored completely because in that era itself it was mostly either banjo kazooie mario or zelda, zelda. so yep it was dd kong racing we all exactly. love dd kong racing but yeah a lot of a lot of the major ips obviously the first um smash brothers mm-hmm. so the n64 just had it was really top heavy, and then mm-hmm. all these other really really good games would basically get lost in like everything because yeah, in that of library like, because the Ocarina of Times, the Majora's Mask, the Super Mario sixty fours, the the heavy you know, hitters like the yeah the heavy hitters. Another one that was a really really good game, highly underrated that I really really loved. West 64. I don't know if you I, remember that one. I don't. Uh, and it, I, I shouldn't it, be able to call me a gamer after that, but I don't remember it, honestly. It's, well, 
you've never been a fan of RPGs, so I would, I, I would, you know. Yeah. But it's it was like this action RPG kind of thing. You start off the first level is you start off in a castle and you make your way out, and then after heading out of the castle, you go through um, some woods. It's mm-hmm. it's like you know your typical action adventure. Yeah, video yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah. For the 64. But it was really underrated. I know a lot of people remember it. I know if, if they don't remember it, I bet if you pull up a couple of images, they yeah, yeah, will I, know. I did. I do remember the game itself when I actually went to rent out video games. I had seen the case itself. But again, I wasn't a huge fan of RPGs. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I like most of them. But back in the day, it wasn't my thing. And but man, it's just, you know, a lot of hidden yeah, yeah, gems. Yeah. But I, I'm at, going back to uh, the Gex trilogy. I am That's something that I am really excited for. I'm glad Limited Run Games is actually doing that with Gex. And it, it kind of surprised me that they actually picked it. Because like I said, it's like one of these really, really obscure hidden gems yeah, 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 yeah. Sixty four era, so that a lot of people I, never gave the chance to. Ne- yeah, probably never gave the chance to. So it's like, you know, it no, is. No, no, I get is. you. I but get you. I get you. Now they didn't say they didn't give out a release date or trailers or anything. They just made the announcement that they're gonna do it. We don't know. No. We We're just expecting how, it. But they're going to do it. We're just here expecting it. That's all we can do. And on another topic, like just switching gears completely. We've been on Twitter. And we got some news. We're going to sound like fanboys because that's what we basically are over Pokemon. We're sorry. We and... Riddler Koo came out with more riddles, and a lot of people are speculating that these riddles are pointing out to the new or remake or Legends games, or Legends game, I'm sorry, for the Unova, Unova region. And people are speculating that one of the most important characters in the Indigo disc, it's related somehow or some way into one of the characters of that quote unquote yeah. remake or legends game. Or new install either it's a new installment, it's rumored to be people are, you know, it was just a riddle came out and people are just like making out of it what they will. Some people exactly. are saying it's gonna be a new entry, like a legends you know, Unova or something like that, or that it's going to be the next gen of Pokemon that's going to have, like, ties to Unova. I don't think that's the case because no Pokemon game ever has, uh, Mm -hmm. ever is tied into another region, except, obviously, for Gold and Silver and Crystal, which had Johto and Kanto. Mm -hmm. But... That was like the first and only time they did it. Never have done, have never done it again. It's always exactly. new generation. This is what we're doing. Yeah, because so, 
the only like hitting obscure reference I think it was and I might be wrong it was during Sindo Sinjo ruins I think it was but again it wasn't like anything Titan type of thing it was just yeah. mentioning that was a connection there but that was about it yeah no obviously in every game you'll find an easter egg or something yeah you know referencing other regions or whatever but that's like completely normal but yeah I don't I here's the thing when Legends Arceus came out it came out mm -hmm. after the DLC for Scarlet and Violet came out exactly so going off of that example we can assume that it would be since the dlc is coming for my god scarlet and violet did i say scarlet and violet earlier i'm sorry yeah sword you did say Scar sword sword and no, shield no, it's, exactly yeah yeah i was like wait yeah. hold up so after after the dlc for sword and shield legend they announced legends arceus legends arceus came out and now with Scarlet and Violet, the DLC is about to come out. We know that the first part of the DLC is obviously supposed to release. I'm assuming they're going to October-ish. Well, there are two, actually. There's one. Yeah. They said one was in summer, and then the one, the other one was in December or, or winter. Or it was fall yeah, or winter, or was uh, it summer and winter? I don't actually remember. I can look up to make sure. But either way, I don't actually remember. It. But yeah, if we're go if we're going if we're going by that, we can assume that once at least the first DLC is out, we mm -hmm. probably might get another Legends entry, especially because the game did so amazingly well. No, no, like, that's a fact. Legends, Legends Arceus right now, if I'm not mistaken, has over, has a little bit over 13 to 14 million copies. So I think, I think even more, honestly. Can you look it up real quick? Just sure. to be sure. But I do think Legends Arceus surpassed the 13 million units sold. That's amazing for a Pokemon spinoff. No, no, for real, bro. That is, those it's are amazing figures. 13.991 million copies Sweet. by September 30, 2022. So, and that and that's um, September 2022, bro. It, mu it easily must it have must sold be, a couple of more units. It's got to be over the 40 million already, obviously. Yeah, let me see. So it's like, I don't think after seeing that the success they had with the introduction of the Legends franchise that they would just brush it off as a one-time thing and be like, yeah, that's enough. We did it once. We're not doing it again. Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Again, it was one of the better stories in yeah. Pokemon games in a while. Again, I'm not pointing out saying that they were, they've been trash because they've been pretty good, but that one was like... The better ones. Legends. Legends was really good. I loved everything they did with Legends. I have been no. on here. I have been on here on the record saying that Scarlet and Violet should have played like Legends Arceus. Yeah. If Scarlet and Violet had played <laughs> as Legends Arceus, that would have been close to the most perfect Pokemon game we would have gotten. 
and that's facts, my guy. That is complete and total facts. Again, they did a lot of things similar to Arceus, Legends Arceus, but yeah, because the, Legends Legends was way more fast paced, especially the yeah. battles. They were more mm-hmm. fast paced. In Scarlet and Violet, they brought it back to like, my God, all these things, like the battle, the battle progresses progresses real slow with like mm-hmm. the buffs and debuffs and the moves and everything. It just seems so slow compared yeah. to you playing Legends Arceus, calling out a move and be like, bam, that's it. Yeah. No, no, so, I hear you. I hear you. But let's hope the get catching a... mechanic as well. Bro, that catching mechanic, like, bro. Come was... on, the catching mechanic was perfect in Legends Arceus. You can't make a better catching mechanic than that. No, no, that's facts, and you, you, you kind of gave us like a clunky little thing in Scarlet and Violet. It's like, man, yeah, come on, bro. You had you had the blueprint. You have the blueprint right <laughs> yeah. there. You just created the blueprint, like. A couple of months ago, I'm talking exactly, you know, basically before before they before even um, they had announced the the trailer for Scarlet and Violet. It's like, bro, you have the blueprint, and then you announce Scarlet and Violet and give us this, and it's like, come, like, on, come on, man, you got to do better. It's basic game math, right there. Basic math. Basic, basic. My God, it's but just yes. I don't know, man. I hope. I hope we get a good Legends Curum or whichever one they want to pick out. It would be amazing. Bro, I'm telling you, the next Legends game has to be Legends Celebi. No, for real. But it's, it's got to be. It's perfect. It's perfect. Because it, the it's, time travel thing, Celebi's the time travel Pokemon. We can go back to when, like, give us some insight. If you want a story for that, like we talked about this a while back, mm-hmm. a couple of pe- episodes back, but yeah, yeah, we did. When when the legendary dogs were created, because mm-hmm. they were created, obviously, just like the legendary birds, because Lugia created the legendary birds, Zapdos, mm-hmm. Moltres, and Ar- and Articuno, and Ho-Oh created Entei, Raikou, and Suicune. Like, exactly. bro, give us the story on that. Give us the story mm-hmm. on that with Celebi as, like, you know, the title and the Pokemon that basically throws you through time. Exactly. There you have it, man. Like, and again, it could be a free idea. I won't even ex- sue. I won't even exactly. sue. Like, take it. We're not going to. Because, <laughs> again, like you just mentioned, if. They're going to bring back Lugia and the Legendary Birds. Even if you don't put it out on the same game, you can put them as DLCs. Because technically, Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos are Kanto, quote-unquote, mythical Pokemon or Legendary Pokemon, however you want to call them. But then either way, uh, you already have the tie-in between Jozo and Kanto since Gen 2. So it's like, there you go. Sorry, go ahead. So it's two for one. Easy peasy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, my guy. Exactly. So, again, I would I would be glad if they actually gave us a new Legends game. 
if it's Curum or whatever they want to call it for the Unova region, I'll take it. Because, again, having the, the legendary dragon be combined together and see what it should have looked like, that would right. be an amazing story. True. Either way. And I don't know. Like, I just want to know what happened with him. And I don't know. Maybe just give us some kind of titan and to end. His e, he was the best freaking character in Pokemon. Here. That's it. Facts. Facts. That's all we need. That's all yeah, we need. That's, all, that's but, all we're asking for. Like I said, judging from the timeline, we know Game Freak loves their money. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it's going to happen soon after they announce, you know, after they release the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. They'll probably announce the new Legends game. Plus, I'm assuming they'll at least give us a name. Well, they won't give us a name. That they, See, this is, this is kind of weird because Game Freak and Nintendo, when it comes to Pokemon, <laughs> they're like completely backwards to what they to what any other developer does. Uh-huh. Cuz it's like for for Pokémon, for any other game, we always get the name first mm-hmm. and then months later we'll get a trailer. With Pokémon, yeah, it's the complete opposite. We get a trailer and then months later we get the final trailer with the official name. Exactly, so and kinda... they did that would sell that too. So <laughs> it's not like it's a one-time thing either with one yeah. single franchise. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of weird, but it's more prevalent with Pokemon because yeah, 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 for whatever reason, it's just weird. But again, let's hope they come out with something good because I don't yeah. want another Chibi style region no, remake, no, and it's no. like nah, not yeah. for me, bro. I enjoyed BDSP. Okay. But I can do without the chibi art style, you know? And um, it was... I'm not going to say I finished BDSP because I'm not going to lie to you people. Um, But I got to admit, I just left it there for the simple fact of my childhood trauma. And then it was Cynthia, period. I wasn't going to deal with her again. Like, bro, bro, no, screw you. I finished BDSP because obviously I'm a Gen 4 guy. Gen no, 4 same is here. the best gen. But bro, and I love my baby Cynthia. But man, bro. She is a pain, period. If, if Cynthia was bad, bro, the battle with her ancestor, Volo, in Bro. Legends Arceus, it was even worse, man. Because even if you beat his whole team, he would immediately come back out and be like, well, shit, <laughs> you thought, motherfucker, I have a seventh Pokemon and come out with Giratina, bro. And your team is already, like, completely wiped. <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. It, it make her look like, it made Cynthia look like a bitch, period. Yeah. But, man, either way, Moving on, one thing I do want to talk about for those fans of Banjo Kazooie, because we were talking about it last week. Not about what I'm about to say, but about Banjo Kazooie. So, first four figures, and I think we talked about first four figures here before. 
Yeah, um, and we're not sponsored, these, but if they manage to hear us out. Yeah, but they're this company that they basically make statues of like video game and anime characters and all that stuff they had come out that they had came out with a banjo kazooie statue years ago and then i think it was last year or the year before they came out with a mumbo with a mumbo Mm -hmm. statue and with the mumbo statue they came out with crocodile banjo and then this yeah, past this I think it was early this year they or or late last year they came out with B banjo exactly and then they came out with something with some other form of banjo a couple of months ago oh, too and they I came remember. out with Gruntilda too No kidding I didn't yeah. see that one. Yeah Okay I got to I got to get into their website so like ASAP after, yeah. so after all of this right they just announced that they're coming out with PVC statues for all the Jinjos. Like, yeah. every single color Jinjo. Bro. Bro. They look mad cute. You know I love mm-hmm. the Jinjos. Those no, they're cute, awesome, Those bro. cute little colorful gnome, garden gnomes kind of things. You know we all yeah. love the Jinjos. Who doesn't love the Jinjos? The, but, the Jinjos were cool. I gotta admit, that was awesome. They were awesome. Yeah. So they're coming out with the Jinjo statues, bro. And I'm just like, oh my God. That's so fucking cool, man. Because it. It's just anything Benjo because we related is just amazing. Yeah, it, it brings it back. It brings us back like big time. I was like, you know, they're a little bit pricey, but they're always collectibles. They only make a certain amount of them, they never, mm-hmm. they never reproduce. Any other, you know, other statues or whatever. So it's always like a one-time thing. And if you can get your hands on it, you got your hands on it. That's completely fine. But if you're into anything about video games and collecting video game shit, highly recommend that you check them out. I myself have a couple of statues from them. My guy Eli, Same I here. know for a fact, he has a couple of statues from them. They hold up really, really well. Like, my statues are still brand new. I still got them on display. So it's like... They, I, I haven't even taken mine out of their boxes, bro. Yeah. Like, I just can't. And they're just yeah. spectacular. Like, they, are, they are good. Like, even, the, like I said, they if you... The cheapest one you can get are probably the PVC statues, depending on which one, and they're usually around the $100 mark. Mm-hmm. So they are they can be a little bit pricey. If you're talking like resin statues, they make resin statues like amazing statues. And those but, can go up to like $500, $600. Exactly. But again, the good thing about them is they can actually pay them in portions like i don't know if it's like a hundred dollars for example you yeah can you can make also four payments yeah, on them yeah for for install you can go into installment payment and basically it's like four installments i think yeah. or five so you know they got options they got options but yeah yeah we got those so check them out amazing amazing statues that's all i can tell you just go in, you'll find anything you like, anything you want, period. But cutting out 
of the non-sponsored section of this program. <laughs> so I made I've made this statement a couple of times throughout the whole episodes we've been here, and I gotta admit, bro. I like weird games and it's my stuff. I don't know why. It's just my thing. And I did manage to play it for a little while. Bramble, the Mountain King. Yeah. Let me just give out like a little description. Uh, this is out of Steam. So if you guys want to play it on your PC, it's out there. It's like $30. It's a little bit pricey for like a four or five hour game. But... It's like a grim adventure set in a world inspired by dark Nordic fables. Out there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a really weird ass game. You play as Ole, I think it's the boy in the actual story. The first, I might say five minutes of the game, he actually wakes up. And I know I'm spoiling here. And I apologize. He wakes up. He's looking for his sister. He got scared overnight. And she's not in the room. He wakes up. Starts walking around. And there's a book on one of the tables. He starts reading it. And mentions something about a girl. That got or escaped of her room. Out the window. And into the forest. The forest shows like the bright side about it. And right through, like, I think the second to last page, they mentioned something about the bramble. And it starts attacking her. So, close the book, head out, which is just creep. It's, like, literally creepy to just hear the story and then heading out to the forest. At night, you start to go in, and there's obviously... Forest noises, birds chirping, like the leaves dancing in the wind. Leaves rustling yeah. in the wind. So, at some point, you just keep on walking, and you see like this shadow just go by like instantly. No noise or anything. So, it scared the crap out of me. I'm not even going to lie to you. And there I go, shitting my pants again shitting my pants again it was the second time that night so <laughs> <laughs> you find your sister or Ole's sister and they find like this weird or they have like this weird floaty stone i don't know what it does because again i haven't dig deep into it but obviously you'll find like trolls gnomes elves and uh, to the point i Actually got to uh, some kind of weird, huge astral. Kidnaps your sister. And he tries to take you to actually jump off a cliff and land in some type of lake. And a little bit prior to actually getting to this point, you find like a frog king. And he becomes your friend. He saves you from drowning. <laughs> and I think that was the last thing I actually played. Again, it's visually stunning. I'm guessing it's like a like a small studio type of game. But it is 
really weird. Interesting. Again, if it's based on Nordic fables, I'll give it a second try. Completely, completely recommend it. It's interesting. Closing that one off. And I jumped. And I apologize for, for what I'm about to say. But kids, don't drink and drive. I got that out of the way. <laughs> I jumped into Need for Speed Unbound again. And I gotta admit though, it's one of the best Need for Speed games I've played in a while. Like I gotta say it. Again, going into it, I love weird mechanics, weird art styles. That's my thing. And I jumped in completely wasted. I gotta admit, I don't know if I played 10 minutes or 3 hours. I, I'm sorry, I completely apologize. And, again, not sponsored, V1 Vodka, amazing. If you guys find it out there, give it a try. It's really good. Anyways, back into the game. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't drink and drive, uh, people, please. Don't drink so, vodka, period. My God. Period. If you don't want to end up in prison. Nope. I almost did over a video <laughs> game. So, um, again, spoiler alert, if you're planning on playing Need for Speed Unbound, just skip this part. It'll probably be like four minutes. So, just skip to the end, come back, and that's it. So, anyways... I actually jumped back in, and at some point in the story, the your companion character, it's like your Navi uh, on yeah. the other side of the seat, it's telling you, like, you're, there's this big-ass race, let's go there, let's win this, yada, yada, yada. So I went up to, the, to that race, finished it, won it. And when you finish it, there's like some kind of pickup that she schedules. I don't know if it's an old friend. I don't know. Like, I don't actually know what, who actually set it up. Excuse me. So, she gets you to the spot. Grab like a, like a Mazda car. I don't know if it's an X7 or something. And so you pick it up, drive it up to this portion of the of the map, and you start calling people. Like she, the guy that technically runs the shop you work of, and nobody picks up the phone. You show up to this to one of the, the warehouses or the body shops, mechanic shops, however you want to call them, and they steal all your cars. Like all your inventory, every single car you have, every single car your boss has been working on, and the like your companion character is the one that set you set it you guys up. Steal everything. Steal your car, like the car you actually pick up at the beginning of the story. And she puts you out of business like for two years. Technically speaking, so you become type of a Uber driver to An actually Uber rack driver. up the money. 
yes i'm kind of an uber driver obviously it's neat for speed so you gotta have something to deal with cars most of the time so you end up picking up this other um chick that's like into the uh racing game or whatever and she brings you up to this spot that used to be like two years ago where like every single race used to meet up for this next plan or whatever and you find this chick that stole your shit and you decide to actually jump back into the scene and try to beat her to get your stuff back and again it's it's weird it, it again i was wasted and i apologize for this don't drink and drive but the story itself it was a little bit more meaningful than probably yeah. rivals or the one before that one yeah it kind of like, oh, reels you in exactly I mean, just just from up the top of what you just said it is kind of, the story is kind of intriguing so exactly so yeah it's a little bit more meaningful than the two prior to this one i think it was rivals and i don't remember the other one i think it was sneak for speed something uh i i remember the cover was like bluish but again i haven't felt anything like any type of appreciation or admiration toward any need for speed game in a while and this one technically got that portion straight up it's visually uh i don't know if i could call it impaired because obviously the cars look very realistic very 3d and the main characters or the characters themselves look like 2d animated and it gives you like that contrast it is visually weird if you don't like this type of visuals yeah. you're not gonna like it but again i did like the contrast and i completely recommend it up to this point so if you got game pass it's completely free I'm pretty sure if you have EA, it's also free. Let me just check real quick. And I'm pretty EA. sure it's free. Okay? It's in the game. EA. Into the game. So, yeah, it's just... It's out there, so... Check it out if you guys are interested. If you need a raising game, like, ASAP. Please do. Let yeah, for sure. For sure. I haven't played a Need for Speed in a while. I'm not even gonna lie. I think the last one... I think the last one I played was Need for Speed More Most Wanted. I think. Okay. How's the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, the yeah. last one I played, bro. Need for Speed Most Wanted. Mm. My God. No, it's and it's, it's been so years. Bad. It's been years. Because I've always been like, when it comes to driving games, I've mm -hmm. always played. I've consistently played Gran Turismo just because the real driving simulator, obviously. And yeah, it, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. kind of enjoy, I just kind of enjoy just sitting down and playing something that doesn't require a lot of, you know, like do like doing a lot of things or anything is just bro, go into a race like up. and just drive. Exactly. No, you no, know? I get you. So, but yeah, I haven't played a Need for Speed in 
in a while. No, no, I get you. In a while now. Um, so it might be, uh, I think it might be time. I might just check out Need for Speed Unbound. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like I said, EA has it. It's completely free. Um, I think they have a couple of Need for Speed games out there. So they have, yeah, um, Unbound, they have Heat. That's technically like a, I'm pretty sure a, it's a port from uh, mobile games from any like from a mobile game. We got Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. Oh, yeah, it's Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Oh, they actually have Burnout Paradise Remastered. Hot Pursuit. Um, Sounds like a spicy sandwich. Yeah. Let me it's get like a you're, hot you're pursuit. You gotta run up to the run to the restroom ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> and they also have Grid Legends, so they have a yeah. couple of them. So, well, shit. but again, Unbound, it's like up there, bro. Like up there. Yeah. Well, so, I think that's just about everything we had for today. Yeah, no, that's for this week. So. Not much, but we make we make the most out, out of, of what we have. Out of what we are we resourceful. Have. We are, we are, that we are. So, anyways, as always, thank you, Eli, for, you know, being here every single weekend doing this with me. It's always a pleasure, my guy. Same, same, same. What can I say? And thank you to the people that always tune in. Always a pleasure to have you guys. Hopefully next week we have a little bit more, you know, things to talk about some 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 things a little bit more juicy you know yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but we will try our best we will try our best again thank you so much my guy i will be seeing you next week peace out i'll be here i'll see you guys peace